are you posting things that people actually want or are you posting what you want to talk about and what's interesting to you and where you're at? Because your people, your audience, they might not be at where you're at right now. They might not be ready for what you're sharing right now. They might be a few steps where you used to be, a few steps back, right? Um, or they're, they're like, I can't even get to that point. Hi, friend. Welcome to another episode of the Why Can't I podcast. I'm Sarah Hagstrom, plant-based health coach turned life and business coach. My goal for this show is to bring you episodes that have you asking the very important question, one I've been asking myself from a young age. Why can't I? Followed by a little bit of watch me. All right, let's dive in. I'm recording this at 12.50 and I just had my fat burning latte and I'm pretty sure my fat burning latte is my favorite, even over matcha. I love a good matcha latte, but I'm feeling like the fat burning is even better. If you guys haven't had it, it's chocolatey, it's creamy, it has a little caffeine from the pu'er. I don't do coffee, um, but I do pu'er and caffeinated teas on occasion. And uh, it's so stinking good. One thing I'm working on, you guys, is drinking it slower. I don't know about you guys, but I drink my lattes and sometimes even my smoothies so stinking fast that I go to pick it up and it's already gone. And it's been like a second where Peter, he's like, he just said like, oh, I'm just having my first drink. I'm like, really? I'm already finished with mine. So I'm working on that. Uh, normally we don't have lattes this late. But we slept in until like 7.45, 8 o'clock, and we do do intermittent fasting. It's kind of like our own thing, though. So we don't eat first thing in the morning. We mostly drink water, lemon water, green juice, and then once we're hungry, we have a latte, a fat-burning latte, a matcha latte, or a green smoothie. And usually it's around 10.30 to 12, anytime between there. So I'm feeling very hydrated now. I'm feeling good and it's time to dive in. Let's get into today's show. So today we're talking all about engagement and I want to start by just kind of clarifying what I mean by engagement and why engagement is so important. So I'm not talking about likes on your Instagram posts or emojis or like so good, thank you, you know, which that is good, that gets your post seen by more people, but that's not the kind of engagement that's gonna get you clients, that's gonna get you connected to your audience, like really connected, like you know them so well. And you guys, I wanna share that when you are connected to your audience, it's so easy to create, it's so easy to sell, everything feels really good, at least from my stance for me. Like I like feeling so connected to you guys. I love knowing what you're up to, what's going on. Because like I was saying, when I feel like I'm connected to you, I feel like I can create for you. I can create content that you like, that you need, that you use, that gets you result. And that feels really good. It's like this equal energy exchange where I'm giving you something. You're like, I need that. Take it. Sometimes you buy it and it just feels really good. And I think that is what happens when business is working really well. Everybody's benefiting, right? It's this this equal exchange of like giving and receiving and taking and giving. 
And so that's kind of like what I like in my business. That's what I've had the most results, the most success with is when I'm really connected to my audience, I'm listening to what they want and then I'm creating it and then they're getting results, right? And then they're coming back and we just kind of have like this really great connection and bond, um, which is why I'm always asking you guys for feedback. If you see me on Instagram asking for feedback, when I go live, I'll be like, what did you guys think? I need feedback. Like, tell me, like, I feel really good when I'm connected. So Engagement is really important because then you have that connection, right? Um, when people are engaging and giving you like really deep feedback, like this is really helpful or like I'm going through this right now, then it's like, okay, that I'm on point. I need to create more of this, right? Um, so like my my clients will say stuff like, and not even my clients, just like my Instagram followers, they'll, they'll message me and just be like, I got one yesterday and I kind of changed it a little bit, but she was like, Sarah, I'm really struggling with my business. I feel like I'm doing everything right and nothing's working. Can you point me in the right direction, right? That is like the type of engagement I'm talking about, like really honest. Um, and in order for people to be really honest with you, they have to trust you. And I'm going to share some tips on how you can get to that place. Another one that I got, and I get ones like this all the time. I was telling Peter, like, I get this so much. And this is why it's so important for you guys to share your story. And again, I am changing this because I respect your guys' privacy. But she was saying, um, you know, I love, I love what you shared about growing up in a dysfunctional home. I grew up the same way. And I think because of it, I'm struggling with my self-worth. And that's why I'm not putting myself out there. That's why I'm not signing clients, right? Yeah, I relate to that so much. That was my background. That's why I shared it. And that's the messages that I get. So those are the types of engagement I'm talking about. When you get that stuff, then you know what to create. Um, you know what your audience wants. And business becomes really easy. They're kind of telling you, hey, I, I'm struggling with this. I need help with this. And you're like, oh, yeah, I can help you with this. Here it is. You know, it just feels very natural and authentic. Unlike podcasts where I'm like, I wish you were here right now. And I could say like, are you getting this? <laughs> or are you are you picking up what I'm saying? Which is why if you guys do love any of my podcasts, I would love it if you took a screenshot, if you tagged me on social media, let me know like, hey, I'm loving this. This is making so much sense. This is helpful. Um, DM me if it's not. If it's like, Sarah, you mentioned this. I don't know what the heck you mean. Like, what are you talking about? Um, let me know that too. Like, again, the reason that I do these is to help you. I want you to grow your business online. I want you to go out after that thing you really want to do. I don't want you to be stuck from lack of self-worth, lack of um, information, content, whatever it is, you know, if I can help, I'm here for it. So, so that's, that's why we want engagement. Once we have engagement, um, we know we're on the right track. We're on the right track. We know what to create. Cool. Does that make sense? Okay. So let's dive into how do you actually get the engagement. Now we know engagement is important. So how do we get it? Well, I'm going to share a few things that have worked really well for me as well as my clients. So the first thing I want to talk about is one that I struggled with for so long. I don't know why it was really hard for this to click for me. I think because I like Instagram, I like social media, and I know some of you don't let me know on Instagram stories. Maybe I'll do a poll feature. Um, I know some of you are like, I've had a few people reach out and they're like, Sarah, uh, social media, I never used it before I started my business, like help. That wasn't the case for me. I like it. I like, I like me some Facebook. I'm kind of like, half introvert, half extrovert, like, but I kind of like sharing from behind the screen. Like that feels like really good for me. I can control like how much energy I put out. And if it's like too much, I can just 
pop away, you know, like, oh my God, there's all these comments and interactions and I'm feeling drained. Like I'm just going to pop away. But if I'm at a party and it's like, I can't get out of there, which most of the time you can, but sometimes I feel like, oh, I can't leave. It's too early to leave. Then I'm just like drained. And that's a lot. Whereas online, it's not like that. So I like social media and I liked it going into it. So I think this is why I had a hard time. I liked posting whatever I wanted to post and things that I was posting when I first started my business were things that were really fun for me, which is good. And and we want it to be fun for you, but we also want it to be what your people actually want. So my first tip for more engagement is to check in with your Instagram and see, are you posting things that people actually want or are you posting what you want to talk about and what's interesting to you and where you're at? Because your people, your audience, they might not be at where you're at right now. They might not be ready for what you're sharing right now. They might be a few steps where you used to be, a few steps back, right? Um, or they're they're like, I can't even get to that point. You know, so like one example would be maybe you're talking about mindset and they really want to know what the heck to eat to feel less bloated, to feel like I'm losing weight, to feel like I don't have this brain fog. You know, that's that might be what they want, but you're like, okay, in order for you to stick to this healthy diet, this healthy lifestyle, you got to get your mindset right. But the problem is they're not ready for that. They're like, I feel so crappy. Like I can't even think positively. Like I just feel awful. If you could help me with my digestive pain, then I would be able to feel better about this whole mindset business. Then I could see the light at the end of the tunnel. But right now it's dim, it's dark, I feel awful. So if you're sharing about mindset and your people really wanna know about weight loss, you know, check in like, okay, am I sharing about weight loss? Am I sharing where they're at right now? Or am I sharing what I wanna be sharing? You might be talking about self-care and the importance of self-care, which we all know self-care is so important. Peter just said to me, how crazy. I don't think I've ever heard him say this before. He said, you know, I need to start focusing on my self-care more. He's like, and not just when I feel burnt out and tired, those weren't his exact words. I'm paraphrasing, but, but like all of the time. And I was like, amen. I hear that. I hear that so much. I I need to do the same. Um, So we know self-care is important, but if your people are like, okay, yeah, self-care, like that sounds great. But like what I really need to know right now is how do I stop going through the drive-thru every night? Or how do I stop getting fast food and not being prepared when I'm traveling, when I'm at the airport? That's what they really need to know, not about self-care, not right now. They're not ready for that right now, right? Um, Another thing I see often is posting like diary style of like, my lunch today, this is what I ate, you know, this is what I'm doing. And it's all about you rather than filling them in on how they can get to that point. It's like, oh my gosh, like that, that bowl looks amazing. You know, you just threw it together, but like, I don't know how to throw that together. I don't even know where to get the ingredients for that. I'm afraid to step into whole foods, you know? Um, So yeah, these all look great. These pictures are great. I'm gonna like them because I would love to be there, but I'm not there and I don't know how to get there and you're not giving me any steps to get there. You know, you see, you see that. And again, you really have to figure out and get in the head of your ideal clients, right? And where they are, because I'm giving you these examples, but they might not be accurate for your ideal client. Only you know what your ideal client needs. And the only way you know that is if you're talking to them, if you're connecting with them. And if you need help figuring that out, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to see what you're up to. I'm happy to help any way that I can. So that's the first thing I really wanted to to kind of point out is, are you posting what you want to be posting 
versus what they want. Check in with that because you want to be focused on them. If you are running a business, if you are a coach, like you want to be focused on helping them get what they want. And I, I do think it can be a blend of, of both. I do that all of the time. But um, I definitely think if you're not getting the engagement, the content might not be actually what they want and what they need at this point in their journey. Okay, another thing I want to share with you is sharing your story. I see this often. You mentioned trauma, but you didn't mention what the trauma was. You mentioned you went through a divorce, but you didn't mention how you were feeling, how it affected you, how it affected your life, right? If you don't know what your audience is struggling with, like if you don't know what they're going through, if you're still trying to figure out your specialty, your niche, I highly recommend starting out by sharing your struggles, what you've been through, and then asking questions to see if they uh, experience the same thing. So let's say we're talking about divorce. Say you went through a divorce and it made you realize that you were not taking care of yourself, that um, your health was just kind of like the last the last straw, the last thing that you worked on. Um, you were kind of letting yourself go. You were working on everybody else. You were, you know, serving your partner over yourself. And so you, you share that. You share, you know, many of you might not know, but, you know, two years ago I went through a divorce and, you know, it was terrible. It shook everything up. I'm totally making this up on the spot. As you can see, it's not, not as good as if I thought about this beforehand, but it shook my life up and it made me realize that my health wasn't a priority. Um, I'd gained 30 pounds. I was depressed. I was eating crap and I was focusing on everybody else's happiness, thinking it would make me happy. I was so wrong and I'm so grateful that I went through that process now. I never thought divorce could bring such a light, could shine such a light onto my life. You know, have you ever gone through a divorce or a situation like this where it brought to light the things you were struggling with? Let me know in the comments below. Um, so something like that, asking questions to find out, like, is this something that they're going through? Is this something that they can relate to? And for those of you who are like, Sarah, this is terrifying to me, right? Because a lot of times the things that we went through, like I share a growing, I share about growing up in a dysfunctional home. I share about my mom being an alcoholic. I share about being a terrible speller, being awful at grammar. Lots of personal things that aren't really comfortable and fun to share about. However, I wasn't always this comfortable sharing these things. So if you're feeling like, I don't want to share about my eating disorder. I don't want to share about my autoimmune. I don't want to share that I still struggle with my health. Like you guys, I still struggle with things too. Like I've, well, my skin's actually getting better since I've been doing the celery juice, but I struggle with tinea versicolor, which is these like little white spots on your skin that you get during the summer. I'm looking at my skin now. It's improving. But to be a health coach, your health doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to be in this perfect shape, this perfect body. Like that's such BS. Like you can help people even if every area of your life isn't perfect. I honestly believe that we are here to help others who are struggling with things that we have overcome, challenges we have overcome. Um, so you might be a health coach helping somebody with something, but there might be another coach helping you with something, you know? So if you're feeling like, I cannot share this with my people, I cannot share my story, it's too raw, it's too real, like they won't like me, like whatever story you're telling yourself about that, I wanna tell you a story about, a t- I wanna tell you a story about a story. I wanna tell you a story 
about the first time I heard about sharing my story. And I just thought about this the other day. I don't I don't even know like what made me think of this because I hear this all the time from clients and I've been hearing it for so long and it's just, I'm scared to share my story. Like I don't want to share this with people. It feels uncomfortable. I don't know how to do it. And so I was thinking about when the first time I learned about sharing my story and how powerful our stories are, right? Stories are so powerful. It's what connects us. It's what we remember. It's what we tell people. I tell Peter so many freaking stories every day. Poor guy. I'm like, oh my gosh, I heard this great story. Oh my gosh, this happened at the grocery store. Oh my gosh, I was listening to this podcast and they said this. Like, it's always the stories, right? I remember um, going to Peter's parents and we were like all making dinner in the kitchen, like different things because we're vegan. We're always making our own food. And they were telling us about a cooking class they went to. And they were telling us about um, the lady who taught the cooking class and how she taught them um, this trick with the, the wooden spoon that keeps the water from boiling over and like where she grew up and all of these things about her, right? It wasn't about the recipe. It was about these stories, these things that she shared with them that then they shared with me, right? Um, so that's the power of story it connects us it's things people remember it's things people relate to it's things that get passed on so I, I remember learning about the power of story and I, w- I would say that was probably about four years ago and Peter and I were at this conference it was a fitness conference and one of the speakers was Bo Eason and I'll put his information in the show notes because I think he's really interesting and I think he just came out with a book or he's coming out with a book which um, I'm really excited about because I haven't thought about him literally you guys in probably four years no offense Bo I just you haven't been on my radar I haven't been thinking about that and so I remember going to this conference and him talking about the power of story and he was so amazing I literally couldn't take my eyes off of him for probably an hour. I bet his talk was about an hour. It was pretty long. Um, and that was the whole point. His whole presentation was was about how powerful telling your story is. And when you are able to tell your story in a way that people relate to and that connects them, um, they won't be able to stop watching. They won't forget about you, right? Um, and he was so right. He was so right. And I remember um, thinking, which might surprise you guys, I remember thinking at the time, Bo, you are so right. You are so talented. I need to tell my story, but I can't do it. I cannot share my story. I wasn't there yet. So if you hear me saying, share your story, and you're freaking out a little bit inside, I get you. I was there. That was me. So I have a few things that might help you that I want to share because I get it. I know I talk about story all the time, how powerful it is. And if you're like, I just can't do it, Sarah, I want to help you get there. And I think that it is a process. I think for most of us, myself included, when we're like, okay, yeah, we went through all this stuff and like, yeah, it it has defined me. It is part of my story. It's made me who I am. And like, I don't have shame around it, or maybe you still do have a little shame around it, but you're like, I'm not ready to share it yet, a few things that might help. So one thing that really helped me, and I just looking back on my journey, I really realized this is mindset books. My mindset today is so different than four years ago. It's different than last year, but it's definitely so much stronger than four years ago. 
I remember thinking at that conference, I can't share my story. I don't even use the word can't anymore because I know how disempowering that word can be. But I I wasn't at that point when I saw Bo speak for the first time. So mindset books have been huge for me. And I have a list of 35 that are my all-time favorite that I honestly believe there's one for you in that list. I, I think that there's a lot of power in picking your own book, like looking at a list and seeing which calls to you. Peter actually taught me that because I used to always be like, babe, you got to read this book. You got to read this book. You got to read this book. And most of them he wouldn't read. Some he would read, um, but he would always say like, I can't just read a book because you tell me to read a book. Like it has to call to me. It has to feel good to me. And I've noticed that to be true for myself. Um, so I recommend looking through the the 35 and seeing one that calls to you. If you're like, Sarah, I just want you to tell me like some to check out. I would check out The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And I would also check out Leveraging the Universe by Mike Dooley. I like both of those books. And I think they played a really big part in improving my mindset around what's possible and what I can do. Those are also in the book list in the show notes. And then number two, the other thing, if you're like, okay, I want to share my story. I believe you. How do I do it? Is I would start thinking about the things that you've been through, things that have shaped you, things that your ideal client might be going through, or maybe they already went through as part of their life too. Like I was saying, a lot of my clients grew up in dysfunctional families, grew up with alcohol, addiction, shame, things like that, which is pretty common. You guys, if you've been through that, like I've found out by sharing my story, it's actually pretty common. When I was in it and growing up, I thought I was the only one who didn't have a Brady Bunch family. Like, not gonna lie. I thought I was the only one. And that's that's the thing with, with shame and things that we're embarrassed to share. We don't want to share is like when by not sharing them, it keeps us alone. It keeps us in the dark. But by sharing them, we see other people. Oh my gosh, thank you for sharing that. I went through that too. So Start thinking about those things that you've been through that your ideal client may have been through. You might not know because you've never shared it and you've never created a platform for them to come forward and say, yeah, I went through that too. That was my, that was my story, right? That's what happened to me. I had no idea, but it's because I hadn't shared it. So you might not know. So I would just say, if you don't know, just start thinking about it. Like, yeah, you know, I've been through a divorce. I had an eating disorder. Um, you know, I struggled with parenting, like whatever it was for you, anything that you feel, and we all have them, anything that you feel like, defined you, shaped your life, is something that you went through that others probably went through, um, start writing about it. Now, you don't have to share it. I just want you to practice writing it and getting it out. We all have lots of stories, so you're not going to just have one, but I would just pick one to start that you're like, yeah, this is a big one. I think other people have went through this. I think my ideal clients have went through this. Um, I've never shared this. Start sharing about it. You can also look at your posts Sometimes I see this with my clients. Look at your posts and see some posts where you kind of hinted at something, right? Hinted at, I had a traumatic experience when I was 12 years old. You know, when I was divorced, this happened. You know, when I was in fifth grade, you know, I got in a fight with this girl where you kind of hint at something that went on, but you didn't really tell the entire story. You didn't get let yourself let loose. You didn't let yourself get vulnerable. Um, So expand on that and you can do it in your journal, you guys, you don't have to share it yet, but it's just this practice of getting it out because the more you get it out and you practice writing it, you'll see that it doesn't hold that power. It's not that scary. It's not that big of a deal once you practice doing it. So I want to share this quote. I think it's super powerful um, and we'll tie all of this together. And so it's about vulnerability and it says, vulnerability is the only authentic state 
Being vulnerable means being open for wounding, but also for pleasure. Being open to wound, being open to the wounds of life means also being open to the bounty and beauty. Don't mask or deny your vulnerability. It is your greatest asset. Be vulnerable. Quake and shake in your boots with it. The new goodness that is coming to you in the form of people, situations, and things can only come to you when you are vulnerable and open. And that's by Stephen Russell. And it just reminds me that without risk, there is no reward. Without sharing your truth, without getting vulnerable, you will not reap the benefits of that. Most people are not willing to do that. So if you're willing to do that with your content, you are naturally going to stand out. So that's what I wanted to share about sharing your story. I know it can be scary. I know I could do a whole post on that. I actually did an Instagram story on how to share your story that you are an Instagram. Yeah, it was Instagram story. No, IGTV on that. And I'll link below to that too, because I think that sharing your story is something that you work up to and you get better at the more you do it like most things so I wanted to share about that and then a few more let's do a few more things that you can do to improve your engagement so another thing that's a little easier to do than getting vulnerable is just to take a moment and think about who you connect with online who you buy from online and why you purchase from them and I I'm probably going to guess that it is because you feel like you know them, you feel like you can relate to them, you know their story, right? So think about that. That's another thing I do often is think about who did I buy from online last? Why did I buy from them? Am I infusing some of the things that they infused that had me buying from them into my own business, into my own content? If not, that's a great place to start. So story is awesome and I think it's important and I think that's a big reason why we connect and why we buy from others online. But another thing that is so important is providing value, valuable posts, value, value, value. So important. So what do I mean by value? I mean, sharing things that will help people get results. What could this look like? Well, for me, this looks like I do trainings a lot on my Instagram and in my Facebook group, right? Pretty much once a week, I'm doing a training. Now, I'm not the type who is like, I have to do a training every single week or, you know, every Tuesday I do this. I like more freedom and flexibility. When I first started and I was working a job, I would do that because it gave me structure and I didn't have as much time as I have now. So you gotta gotta do you. I'm not gonna be here and be like, every Tuesday you have to go live. No, but I do think trainings, longer trainings where you're really teaching something can be really helpful. Um, You can also do them in your story. So if you check out my highlights on Instagram, I have a money training, how to bring more money into your business that I did them via stories one day. And then I just save them to my highlights. I also have an um, I have a story. I have a highlight on IG stories and how to create better Instagram stories, ones that people engage with and watch all the way through to boost your engagement. So you can do them through stories too. So there's lots of ways you can do this. The cool thing is it's your business. You can get creative, but I do think making sure that you're actually giving some real value, some things that people consume, whether it's a training on Instagram or Facebook or through your stories, and then they can walk away with and be like, oh, I'm going to do this. And if they do it, then they get results. And now 
One thing I want to share with this, the thing that is kind of frustrating is they actually have to do it, right? That's not on you. But if you can think, how can I make this easy for them to implement? Because there's a lot of information, right? There's a lot of things we have to do every day. So how can you create something that's easy for them to implement it? And if they do implement it, they get amazing results because of it. And if you're like, oh, that was a good question. What could I create? Think about what your ideal client wants more than anything. What would they love? What questions are they always asking you? If you have clients, if you guys, if you have clients or if you do discovery calls, there's a gold mine of information in there. I was thinking about not doing discovery calls anymore um, just because I show up online so much and I can sell without doing discovery calls. But I did discovery calls for my coaching last month and literally it was amazing. It was so amazing. Like a lot of the people signed up, but even like I probably had like four people who didn't end up signing up, two weren't a good fit um, and two just didn't sign up right now. And I still got so much information from them. It was worth my time, right? Just just figuring out like what they're struggling with, what they need help with. That is huge. Pay attention to that, you guys. People are telling you things that you might be missing. Um, so pay attention. If you do discovery calls, I recommend taking notes. I always take notes because then you can see like, oh my gosh, all these people are asking this. Wow, I should do content around that, right? So ask yourself, what are people always asking me? What are they sliding into my DMs about? What do my current clients want? Um, what do people want on discovery calls? Those are all great things to create content around if they're asking you the same thing. You can all, if they're not asking you, if you're like, Sarah, I'm listening to this podcast because I ain't got a lot of engagement, help me out. Think about when you were struggling with whatever you're teaching on now, like, what were you going to for solutions? Like, were you Googling things? Were you on Amazon? Were you buying books? Were you following certain people on Instagram? Like maybe people who are bigger than you, maybe celebrities, maybe doctors, different things. Like what were they posting about? That was really helpful for you, right? Um, and like, what is the thing? This this question I always love. Like when I was starting my business, I would always hear marketers ask this and I think it's super powerful. It's What's the thing that is keeping them up at night? What is keep what is what has them crying? What has them talking to their husband about? Um, what is the thing that they're thinking about all of the time, right? Um, and that is really good because if you're like, yeah, like I teach I teach women how to love themselves. Well, yeah, like obviously that I, I think that's like huge. Like self worth is huge, but they're probably not like, oh man, I wish I loved myself more. They're probably saying like. I freaking hate my body. Like I feel so uncomfortable. Like I hate looking in the mirror. I hate getting dressed. Like that is the thing that's keeping them up. So you could create something that would help them have more compassion towards their body. You know, like something that when you wake up in the morning, you're no longer going to say, I hate myself. I hate my body. You're going to be able to look in the mirror. Like that is powerful. That is what you should create. Obviously, if that's what your people need. So and really think about that. Think about what is it that they are really struggling with? Is it anxiety, right? Do they have so much anxiety they can't drive? They can't get out of bed in the morning. They can't enjoy life with their kids. Um, is it weight? Is it their body? Is it those 20 pounds that they're just obsessing over? Is it stress from work that they're just binging on fast food and cookies and chips? Is it body image issues? Like I was saying, right? Um, figure out what it is and then think, okay, how can I create a lot of really great value around those things. So like I said before, it could be a training. 
might be video. Video, it's great to get on video. I talk about this all the time. Um, but it might not be a training. It might be a free opt-in. Opt-ins are great. They're a great way to grow your list. They're a great way to then tell people about your program, to warm them up with an email series. So it might be an opt-in. And maybe if your ideal client is really struggling with anxiety and she can't sleep, maybe it's your favorite supplements for those struggling with anxiety and struggling with sleep, you know? Um, If it is somebody who's struggling with their body image issue, maybe it is a journal exercise on compassion towards their body. Do this journal exercise every morning so that you can see yourself in the mirror and, and show yourself some love. That could be what you create, right? Are you guys still journaling? I was thinking, I was looking at a journal today for a gift for someone and I was like, I freaking love journaling. Like journaling is so good. It always makes me feel so good. Just finding the time to do it, right? I was slacking earlier this week. I'm not journaling every morning and um, it makes a big difference. It makes a big freaking difference. So I'm still journaling. I feel like I like journal exercises and prompts. So I think that would be a good one. Um, so, so those are different things that you can create value. You guys thinking about value, thinking about things that your ideal client would love, 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 and get them results, right? What can they take action on? Cause if you write this big, long ebook, that's like 50 pages, are they going to read it? Right. And they might, they might read it, but you better make sure that there's action points built into it and accountability built into it. Because if they, if you create this book, that's really great, but nobody reads it or nobody implements what you're saying, they're not going to get results. And then it's not so valuable anymore. Right. Okay. Another thing, keeping it fresh, right? So keep it fresh with your social media, with your content. If you always do the same thing all the time, it's easy for people to gloss over it. It's like, eh, seen this is a picture of her bowl. She did a picture of her bowl yesterday. Um, I've been there, done that, right? If you don't have any videos on your feed, get some videos on your feed so we can see you, so we can hear you, so we can get to know you. If you're always um, posting facts about what you ate, like, hey, this is my lunch. This is my favorite product. Go a little bit deeper. Share your story. So your audience, they want value, and they want to connect to you. They want the expert, um, but they also want a real person. I mean, this this is all all connected, right? So they they want all of these things. They want yes, value. They want you to show up as the expert. They want you to help them figure out what to do. But like, they want to know that you're a person just like they are like me, right? Like we all want to know, like we can connect, we can relate. Like I personally, I don't want to work with somebody who is like this perfect unicorn. I want to work with somebody who's like, oh my gosh, she said that. Like I say that sometimes, or she's struggling with that. I struggle with that sometimes. So let people know that you're a real person and not by just telling them like, hey, I'm not perfect too. I've seen so many posts. If you probably scroll back on my Instagram feed, you'll probably see me talk about it too. I think it's like a health coach thing where it's like, I'm not perfect. I struggle too. Um, It's one thing to tell people that, but it's even better if you can show people that, right? If you can show them, if you can tell them with a story that really demonstrates the fact. So um, show them that you're a real person, have some fun with it. Show them maybe like behind the scenes. I told my client this yesterday in her client notes. Well, I think in person or not in person on our call. And then I put it in her client notes. So it's fresh. It's like, she's creating a program let people know you're creating a program. Let them see you behind the scenes working on it. Ask them, get them involved with it, right? And that's so fun. We like to be part of the journey. We want to help. Everybody wants to help, I think, truly. Like, we want to help others. It feels really good to help others. So, 
show them behind the scenes. If you're working on a program, working on a course, working on something for them, let them get involved. Let them see what you're doing. Um, you can show us how you start your day. That's like another one. Show us what you splurge on. Show us what you like, what you dislike, right? So keep it fresh. Keep it fun. Like obviously give value, tell your story. But also if you're always doing these long, deep, meaningful posts, like yeah, try something shorter. Keep it fresh. You might need to get some new photos done, right? So hiring a photographer, maybe setting up your tripod and like putting the timer on. I do that. Ain't no shame. Um, so it's something different. We've seen you in, in the same the same kitchen post like 50 times, your original photos, like get something else or it's always your food. Like show us a picture of your face. It's always a quote, like show us you on video, like something that it's like, oh, wow, like there she is. Like this is different. This stops me in my scroll. I'm going to look at this. I'm going to pay attention to this. Okay, I think I just want to share one more thing with you guys. The last thing I want to share is something that I was thinking about today, and that is quality over quantity. Take your freaking time. Like, man, it just feels like, I don't know about you guys, but it just feels like there's this pressure, like there's this rush, and it might just be me in the space that I'm in, but i just been feeling like a lot of pressure to, to keep going, to be consistent, right? Everybody's like, be consistent. I even tell my clients, like, don't fade away. Like, keep showing up. I know you have a lot. Now you now they're taking on clients. And so it's like, oh my gosh, like, it was so easy to just post content when I didn't have clients. Now I have clients and I'm supposed to post content like, ah. Um, and and so it can, feel, it can feel like a lot, but I really want to encourage you to be taking your time with your your content, with your posts, with your Facebooks, with your emails, you know, even like with your programs. And the reason that I say that is because 10, 10 posts on Instagram, 10 mediocre posts, they're going to do nothing for your followers, for your business. Whereas if you spent some time and you did one post, one amazing post, that's going to be worth way more. That's going to grow your business so much more. I know for me, like sometimes with Instagram, you know, everybody's like, oh, Sarah, you got to post in the morning. But like my health comes first. Like I take care of my health first. And so sometimes it just doesn't make sense for me to post in the morning. And second, I know like if I need more time, like it's going to be worth it for me to wait and create a really powerful post than just throwing out, you know, one mediocre post. So I want to share that with you guys too. Think about um, your content and and the pressure. If you've been feeling a lot of pressure to just put things out, really think about um, you know taking more time and slowing down and reminding yourself that one really great post can grow your business. Right? People can share it, comment on it, love it, tell their friends about it. That can be the post that people are like, "Oh my gosh, I want to work with her." Rather than doing you know one post where it's just like, "Hey, I'm eating this today." It's like, "Oh, I got something out." Like, I feel really good that I got something out. It's like, is that the point? And and I do this all the time. Like I was doing this with the podcast. I had to remind myself because so many people are like posting their podcast every single week, right? And I felt like, oh, I should post a, I should upload a podcast. I should, right? Why should I? I should because everybody else is. I don't do things just because everybody else is doing them. So I reminded myself of like, what is the point of all of this? Like, what is the point of my podcast? The point of my podcast is to share 
information, to share stories, um, to share content that provides results and has an impact. I want my listeners to feel empowered to build successful online coaching businesses. And a podcast every week isn't necessarily going to do that, especially if it's like garbage, you know? I want to share what I struggled with, what I was able to overcome in building my coaching business so you can do that too. I want to share the things that nobody talks about. And in order to do that, I don't need to post every week. I just need to post when it feels right, when I have the content, when I have the time, that provides really great results, right? Um, so I want you guys to do the same thing. If you've been feeling a lot of pressure to, to put stuff out, like remind yourself what the point is. Like what's the point of posting on social media? What's the point of creating this stuff, right? Is it just to create it or is it to have results? And do you need more time to do that? And if you do, like I'm here right now reminding you that you have permission to take the time that you need to create really quality stuff. I wrote this down. I put a note in my podcast and I was like, take your time, yo, take your time, yo. Um, (laughs) Because I, I think we do need that reminder. Like I said, I needed that reminder too. All right. That's all I have for today. I hope you loved this episode. And if you did tag me on social media, I'm at Sarah underscore Hagstrom on Instagram. I would love to hear your takeaways. I am ready for lunch now. Time for some real food. I will see you next time.